have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What is up, guys? Welcome to Straight From The Chess. My name is Justin Groth, and I am your host. Guys, if you're new, welcome. If you've been listening for any length of time, thank you. I'm grateful for you. I appreciate it. Thank you for welcoming me into your listening ear. It means a lot to me. Guys, I uh, want to start off this podcast by reading something to you. And this is something that hit home with me. It is... uh, from a gentleman that I follow on Instagram. His name is Ben Bruno Training or Ben Bruno. Um, His Instagram handle is Ben Bruno Training. And he had a very humble um, post that I think would resonate with anybody, especially anybody in the entrepreneurial space. And it starts, I'm just going to read it to you. So here we go. This week, I surpassed 5,000 total shirt sales since I first started selling them a little bit over three years ago. I'm sure that's not a lot compared to some people, but given I come from a town of less than 1,000 people, it feels like a lot to me. And it's about 4,990 more than I ever thought I'd sell when I first started. The shirts aren't a big moneymaker for me, and I donate a good portion of the proceeds but I've learned some important business lessons from selling merch that I'd like to share because I think they apply to any new undertaking you might be contemplating but are nervous about. The first one is, the best time to start is now. If you wait until you feel ready, in quotations, to start a new endeavor, you'll never start. When I launched my merch, I was super self-conscious and I thought nobody would buy it and people would judge me. I didn't sell much at first, and I'm sure some people did judge me, but anyone who judges you for not trying, or I'm sorry, anyone who judges you for trying is unhappy with their life. No matter how long you wait, growth will always be slow, so you might as well get started and put yourself out there. Second, he doesn't say second, but I'm saying second, (laughs) so there's some context here. Don't be afraid to fail. Social media is a highlight reel. But most of the shirts I've launched have totally bombed. I have one that says, and if you haven't figured out, this is talking about shirts. He he made a a shirt line. One of the shirts says, quote, you can't go wrong with strong, unquote. That I thought would be a huge hit. I've sold like five in three years. I had a shirt with, quote unquote, my 10 commandments of training, unquote, that I also thought would crush. That didn't sell at all like at all (laughs) conversely i released a shirt saying quote you don't have to train today colon the world needs mediocre people too unquote so let me rephrase this was it sounds so robotic you don't have to train today the world needs more mediocre people too not thinking it would sell well It has ended up selling more than all my shirts combined. Go figure. Point is, most ideas won't pan out, but sometimes it will when you least expect it. So just keep trying. He goes on to say, he goes on to say, where am I? 
Oh, if you don't advocate for yourself, nobody will. I feel like a douche every time I promote my shirts, so I am still a work in progress on this front. I sell, quote, and he puts that in quotes, four badass pieces of equipment, but most of it barely sells because I never promote it. On that note, the hoodie I'm wearing is a, okay. So the reason why I wanted to highlight this, excuse me, I hope you didn't hear that through the mic, and talk about it is because I think this is, for one, let me just be authentic here and tell you that this hit me pretty hard because this is something that I've done in my life. And I think that most things that I've ever done in my life have been failures. Um, if you, you don't know this about me, but whenever I was, when I was young, whenever I played a sport, I sucked at it. I sucked at sports, but I played nonetheless year after year after year. And the, and the, the biggest sport for me was baseball and I sucked at baseball. I suck because I was like scared to get hit in the face with the ball. I always, I, I, so I, I, I always blocked myself from going to, you know, get grounders or whatever, because, and not only that, but it just, even when I, when I hit the ball, like for some reason I was scared the ball was going to hit me in the face or something. I don't know why I'm trying to block my face, but I'm trying to block my face. And now it's just a natural urge for me to, um, it was a natural screen rather that I always put up, but I played baseball anyways. When I played basketball, I sucked at basketball. Can't dribble. Couldn't dribble. I couldn't go down the court and dribble the ball without losing it, okay? (laughs) Uh, I tell you these things because they're pieces of my puzzle. They're who I am. Now, I'm not saying that if I practice more at basketball I probably could have got better at dribbling sure I could have got better dribbling but like I didn't want to practice basketball clearly we even had a basketball hoop in my at my house when I was young growing up and my dad did put a did a number on installing it It was all cemented it was like a professional hoop it was it was badass but I didn't really care I mean I cared but I didn't really care all that much because I wasn't taking it to the level of practicing to the point where I could get better. Like I clearly didn't care that much. And as a result, I didn't play. I didn't do well. I only scored, I think in the whole entire year, I maybe had like 10 points. Yes. Let me say that again. The whole entire year I had like probably 10 points scored. That's five baskets because in basketball it's by twos. So I mean, more often, I mean, unless you hit a three-pointer or, or a free throw, but what I'm saying is I had like five shots and that in baseball, I was never MVP, never in basketball, never on an all-star league ever, but I still played probably because my parents put me in the sports the first place, but I, 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 and it was just kind of, you know, Predictable. This year, I'm going to go into baseball. I'm going to do baseball when baseball is going. I'm going to do basketball when basketball is going. Never played football. I don't know why, but never did. Um, and for some reason, I don't know. I don't know why I just didn't. Um, I finally, when I finally got old enough, I told my parents I don't want to play baseball no more. And you know, they just kind of let me do my thing and say, okay, you know. But I played baseball for 11 years. I sucked shit for 11 years 
and my dad's gonna watch this. He's gonna, he's not gonna like me saying this because you know not like he not like in a bad way, but he's just gonna be like, you didn't suck, son. You didn't. That's what dads are great at doing, you know. And um, I knew I sucked. That's not the point. The point is that when you are favored in something, meaning you have you have kind of an implicit desire to do it and you have a natural propensity to be good at it you follow through you just naturally do it even if you fail but the thing you have to do you have to find what you're willing to fail at and be embarrassed at and oftentimes we don't want to do that because we look at everybody on social media like Ben was saying, the highlight reel, that's not original. We've heard that t- that term coined before. But we look at those things and we're like, we need to be like that. And that means that's a perfect finished product. I want I need to produce that. And that's not how the process goes. And if you're willing to fail at something and be embarrassed by it and continue, then you know you have something. But when you're when you're not willing to continuously practice on the thing that you suck at, even if you have a natural propensity to do it, because you're not going to always be great in the beginning, you're going to still kind of suck compared to where you could be if you practice and and refined your craft. But if you don't care about it, like I didn't care about basketball or baseball, then it's just all in the gutter in the first place. And there's really just it's just kind of filling the void. And that's fine if you're young and you're and you're not you know you're not doing anything anyways and you're just doing it as recreation or you know to get exercise and that's probably why my parents put me in it you know and they, you know sportsmanship and responsibility and yada 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 and all those are great elements to hone in on when you're young and to actually have established when you're young because they'll help you in your adulthood clearly. But when you're in your adulthood. And you're doing things that you know are probably not going to be heavy hitters in the first place. You need to be willing to get embarrassed with your failures. Because that's the only way that you're going to ever have something hit. But all you need is one thing to hit. That's it. And God knows. He's seen all of my things that have failed. I have had t-shirt lines fail. I made a brand called Fuck Keto because I don't like the keto diet for most for most people and I think it's just um, I've gone on this rant before with the podcast I don't want to bore you too much with it now but basically people just use it as kind of a I feel like it's a fad diet and people use it to just get a quick weight loss and it's just it's it's obviously futile in most regards and people don't people don't do it for the right reasons and they don't do it right and etc okay so I made a brand like that thought it would go crazy thought I would hit, I was getting people, I was doing soft marketing and people were like, yeah, I'm going to, I would have buy that shirt or that. I launched it, did the whole nine yard, did a website, merch account for the website, everything, everything. Ramon hooked me up with that. Ramon, my friend, shout out to Ramon Capelmore. He did the website. He's like my, my, my tech guru guy. Love that guy to death, man. He did all that stuff on the back end, did a photo shoot for it. I'm talking the whole thing. Whole nine, dude, got product. Luckily, I didn't go in too deep with product because I still have the product. 
That's right. No one bought it. Like no one. And so that's why that post hit me well too because your ideas, even when you think they're money makers and not money makers in the sense of like you're going to make a lot of money, like just quote unquote money maker gold ideas, they're oftentimes shit. But for you to actually get to the gold, the real gold, you have to be willing to be embarrassed and to fail at your at your gold ideas, at the seemingly gold ideas you think you have. Because let me tell you, out of 149 gold ideas you think you have, 148 are shit. But you have to be willing to get to sift through those failures and be embarrassed all the while with those failing ideas in order for you to reach that true golden nugget idea. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to come in the, that's, uh, look, look, that can kind of be skewed in a certain way because I'm not saying that you're trying to invent something. That sounds like I'm like you're trying to invent something. It could be anything. It could be you wake up one morning and oh, I got this idea for I want to do this kind of business or I want to start this kind of website or whatever. Or I want to build this kind of app. It could be anything. Any endeavor that you're that you're illustrating in your mind, most of them are shit. But there's going to be one. And if you do it long enough and you're willing to absorb the failing embarrassment long enough, you will crack that code and you will get you will take off in that particular endeavor but it's not going to come without a an obsessive mindset over it b persistency and c being willing to be embarrassed but you master all those things and one day something's going to bust and it's going to bust in your favor. Guys, I'm almost on 200 episodes of this podcast. I still am trying to find my voice. I'm still trying to find it. I'm still trying to find out what I want to portray here. And it's like, it seems easy because you're just be yourself. And that's what I am. And that's what I talk about. But I often want to curate a message for you all because I want there to be outline. I want there to be context. I want there to be a story. I want it to relate. I want it to be it to be penetrable to you, which is the whole reason why I do it. Then the messages started to get a little bit kind of sermon-like. And I'm not a pastor. And I'm not advocating against not being a pastor because clearly I am a religious person. But that's not my identity. That's not my label. I don't feel a calling to be a an, or an ordained pastor and create sermons like one. I love them. I listen to them often. There are certain pastors that I have a, a, a natural propensity to, to move forward or move towards, but I'm not that guy. I'm just a regular guy that has a voice, but my voice, I'm still trying to find But I'm not going to give up finding that voice because I'm going to tell you it's the only thing that I'm willing to be embarrassed over. 
It's the only thing that I'm willing to fail at multiple times. That voice and whatever transcends from that voice, that's the t-shirt line. Okay, that's an extension of my voice. Fuck keto. That's my voice. That's me saying fuck keto because that's how I feel about it. That's my voice, right? So I'm, I just said that like three times, sorry. But that's something that I'm trying to hone in on. I failed at that fuck keto thing. I did a t-shirt line before that. Failed at that too. What I'm trying to say is, like I said in the beginning, most of your ideas are not going to be good. Most of your ideas are going to be only good to you. And you're so narcissistic and you think that not in like the, you know, flagship narcissistic manner, but you're so into yourself that you think everybody's going to like this too. And that's just not the case oftentimes. But one thing is for sure that if you're true to yourself and you're true to your identity and you don't do things to placate or pacify others, Sooner or later, your perpetual failings and embarrassing moments over the thing that you are willing to be embarrassed over and are willing to obsess about, sooner or later, something is going to pop from that. And it's going to be at a time that you'll never be able to understand. It's going to be at a time that is incomprehensible to you. It's going to be at a time similar to the, to the, to the, oh my gosh, I just, I just forgot. Um, the, uh, uh, not apocalypse. Um, I just lost my train of thought. The rapture. It's going to be like the rapture. You're never know when it's going to come, man. It's going to be like the rapture. But when it comes, it's going to be glorious. Like the rapture. But your job is to not stop. Your job is to be obsessed with possibly being embarrassed and possibly failing. Because the only way that this is going to manufacture itself is by the ignition and perpetual drive of you. Remember, You're going to suck at a lot of things, but you're going to be great at one thing. One thing. That's all it takes. Done.